I guess I am a people person. I I, I don't know. I you guess? I like to think that. Are you surprised? <laughs> I like to think that I that I like alone time, but I realize no, now. you don't. Because when you're alone, you're with people. <laughs> it's almost like I grab onto the extroverts and like, please, <laughs> if I'm not with you, I will just sit in a cave. And I don't get stressed or tired after. I am energized, I'm and I was exhausted. up till three in the morning. <laughs> up all night. You're like Sometimes buzzing. Sometimes I have You're to like, tone it down. I met so I many people and I need to like catalog all of them and talk about it. And, ah, yeah. That's you. We are more than just a mother-daughter duo. We are best friends, business partners, dance partners, and more. This is yours truly, a glimpse into what goes on behind the TikToks and inside our conversations together. When you join the chat, you're not just a listener, you're officially part of the family. Okay. One of the reasons me and you get along so well is because we are complete opposites. (laughs) You are an extrovert who thrives on the energy of being around other people. I am an introvert who needs time alone to recharge. Even after this, I need to go home and take a nap. That's how introverted (laughs) I am. But today we're going to talk about our approaches to life work, social media as introverts and extroverts and how we find that balance. It's so funny because after this, I'm so revved up. I usually like walk back to the apartment because I'm so energized. And I'm like, I go home, I shed the makeup, I put on comfy clothes, I get under my comfy blanket, I have a snack and I just, I need to recharge physically and literally mentally in all aspects. And this isn't new. I think now I'm just more aware that I need time to recharge after being social. Where in the past, I didn't really realize that was like such a thing. But it makes so much sense. And it almost also makes sense for like my birthday anxiety where at the end of my birthday, feeling really like having that birthday stress kind of accumulate just from having to be so social and like with people, especially when we used to do all those like parties. Yeah. It was funny. I was going to mention the birthday thing too again, because I was thinking that's probably why you used to burn out, like birthday yeah. burnout. Because <laughs> it was really just like social burnout potentially. Yeah. You I had think to it be, was just you know, social burnout. Oh my God. That's so funny. So yeah, obviously I, I'm more of an extrovert and I, I don't necessarily need to be around people. That's, I, I could be that's my own lie. best company sense. No, 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 no. I no, think that's be fair a, because I think that's a lie because you okay. don't need to be around people. But when you're alone, you're in the company of other people via being on TikTok and being on social media. So you're not really ever alone. You're just interacting with other people in a oh more solid, like solitary state. That is very <laughs> insightful because I was thinking as I said it, I was thinking when I'm alone, I tend to then interact with strangers. Exactly. You are <laughs> never like... alone. Even if you go shopping by yourself, you're chatting it up with people online. You're getting people to take pictures with you and do your TikTok dances. The That's only true. time I feel like you were probably ever alone is when you were blind for two weeks and you couldn't do that. And when you were like done with the oh. day, you just had to sit. And that's when you were really alone. That had to, that had to be, that was terrifying. And that's yeah. probably why it was so terrifying for me. <laughs> I love it's being true. alone. Like I, I have like, I, I love being alone, but I also love being in the comfort of people who I'm really comfortable with. So like, I don't feel the need to like rust or recharge when I'm with Steven or when I'm with family, like that, and then I'm fine. Like I, I, it doesn't matter, but it's, it's right. more the being on around people who aren't 
family, I guess. It's true. So part of why I like doing things alone is for the reason that I get to interact with other people. <laughs> you get to interact with new people. New people. <laughs> That's what it is. You're ridiculous. I just, like, I just realized it. Because I was thinking like, why don't I, why do I like to be alone? And I was like, because when I'm with someone then I don't tend to engage with people outside of the person oh I'm with. I feel like that's rude. And I want to like <laughs> be with the person I'm with. But when I'm by myself, then I can say, oh, I can just, this morning when I was walking back from, from Central Park, I actually stopped in What'd Times Square and I was like, oh, I'm going to make a TikTok. And I ended up meeting this French girl who shot, first shot the TikTok for me. And then I said, do you want to be in one? And then she got in it with me. So I then made a friend who now I have on WhatsApp. <laughs> Oh my God, I sent her the video. <laughs> you, I, it's so I, funny. It's so funny because you, I think like almost every time you call me, you're like, oh my God, Julie, I just ran into this person. I just met this person who does X, Y, and Z and they're a bullfighter. And they're like, we're friends on Instagram and I'm going to go to Spain and I'm going to watch them bullfight. Like that's what you do. <laughs> and it's like every time I call you or you're like walking to the city, you're like, guess what I just saw? I just saw this homeless man taking a dump, but then I was talking to this other guy next to us and we were doing that, like, and we became friends and we exchanged a number and we're going out to brunch tomorrow. Oh, That's God. what you do. That might have been an exaggeration, but the point is true, though. I do engage <laughs> with people out. When I'm by myself, the reason I like it is I feel like I have the freedom to have the experience the way I want to experience yeah. it. And I used to love, even when we would travel and I would be with, with you know, dad traveling, I'd be with Tom and we would, he'd like to go into a museum and walk and look. And I would rather sit outside the museum, let him go inside. And then I can just people watch and maybe I chat with somebody. I like to travel and just like you like to travel for the food. I think I like to travel for the people. You know, we all have our thing. You like to travel because you like to, you know, experience the restaurants and whatnot. I like to experience the people of a place. Yeah. And I love when I'm in a more of a neighborhood and I see like the kids playing and I get a sense of what their day-to-day life is. I guess I am a people person. I I, I don't know. I you guess? I like to think that Are you surprised? <laughs> I like to think that I that I like alone time, but I realize No, now. you don't because when you're alone you're with people. <laughs> okay. Noted. But something Noted. that I've really <laughs> noticed about myself is like yes, I'm an introvert and I like to do things by myself. Not that not that I okay. I'm an introvert and I, more not that I necessarily like to do things by myself. I do do things by myself all the time. I think I just yeah, I need that time, but I think something that's really interesting about myself that I've noticed over the years is I gravitate towards extroverted people in my friendships and oh. other people. So Stephen is extremely extroverted. Oh yeah, I'm not, but uh-uh. And even like one of my first few friends I made in college, Claire, she was super extroverted. And I was oh, like, yes. it's almost True like that. I grab onto the extroverts and like, please, <laughs> if I'm not with you, I will just sit in a cave and I, I won't do anything. So it's like I gravitate towards extroverted people so that I <laughs> I have I have motivation to like be social. It's so interesting. It's it's so interesting to me that you do so many things by yourself. Like you you did the went to the hip hop dance class. You went to the stand up I was shocked that you booked a stand-up class. I'm thinking, <laughs> I didn't even know you wanted to be a f- funny. I don't know. Wait, and what did you, you just say? Did your, I didn't even know you wanted to be funny as a... Because you are funny. Oh, I thought you said I you just, didn't think I was funny. Now I was about to get so offended. No. I didn't think you wanted to be outwardly funny like <laughs> to other people. <laughs> but then, then when you came and you read that set to me, and I was like, okay, this is hilarious. You're funny. <laughs> 
Anyway, it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. But you do like to do things alone. And I do them to like potentially meet other people. You do them just to do them alone. Yeah, I do them just for myself. I'm not going to stand-up class to really make friends. I'm going to like, like, I'm going to learn how to do something and get really fucking good at it and not necessarily like be friends. But it also might be like a little of my competitive energy in that where I'm like, I want to beat every fucking person in this class and I want to be the funniest fucking person here and no one else is going to be as funny or get as many laughs as me because I want to be the best. That's a problem, though. <laughs> oh, my God. And how'd that go for you last night at the class? It went really well. I got great compliments. Oh, they said they they said my set was great and that uh, I really nailed the self-deprecating humor and that everyone else in the class needs to take notes on that because that is great. I was really happy with that feedback. Um, I honestly, like, I was really nervous. This is also, like, the introvert in me, like, I over-prepare for things because I don't oh. want to, like, embarrass myself. So I over-prepare to a point of, like, I think I spent, like, four hours before my stand-up class reading through my set and, like, reading through <laughs> my bit and changing the words. And, like, I was like, this needs to be perfect. And it seems like, you know you're not doing this for a grade, right? Like, this isn't <laughs> school. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I, like, I don't want to go up there and not be prepared. And and then I was, I, I did oh good. God, and I was Julie. like, yeah, validated. <laughs> You did good. I'm so proud of you. But I also really. just feel like that is like really the introvert in me. Like I do these classes and I do these things and I like, in like the intention is to meet people. But then I get so caught up in the activity and doing really good at the activity <laughs> that I'm like, oh fuck, I'm writing this great set and I'm or I'm gonna do pottery. And I'm gonna make the best pot. Or I'm gonna be the best dancer and then I forget to like make friends. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think eventually <laughs> when we go we're going to have to play you're going to have to read one of your sets on one of these podcasts you know that <laughs> know. you know that right because it was funny when you read it to me last night I was laughing so hard and I so. read it to you while I was laying in bed icing my foot and you were laughing hysterically I didn't even get to be I animated was. that was another good feedback I got that I was really animated and that that my persona matched my like material anyway okay so. that's great feedback Lot to unpack I'm, I'm there. very excited about this. Very, I am looking forward to this chapter. Yeah, that you were that you are in. I love it. Anyway, introvert. Okay. You're an extrovert, and I'm an introvert. <laughs> we approach things extrovert. a lot differently, I guess. That's it's fine. funny. I want to just uh, let. I want to look a little bit at um, my growing up in terms of being an extrovert because okay. everybody thinks, oh, you must have been always like an extrovert, and. I have a vision of myself in high school and as younger as being very quiet. And when I was at a high school reunion recently, actually, uh, somebody, a friend of mine told me, oh, you were always the one with the, with the idea, like, I have an idea, let's do this. And I'm like, I don't remember myself that way. I think Hmm. that I always feel like I was kind of quiet and whatnot. But my growing up, I had, my sisters were twins. I have a brother, so there's four in the family. The twins always got attention. They were always, because twins get attention, let's face reality. They were really cute. And then even growing up as teenagers, they were very pretty. They had the long, dark, Hmm. straight hair, hair I always wanted. You know what I mean? Let's not go there about the hair right no, now if we go but to hair we're just, don't even forget it it's, it was gonna be tears but no they always had the hair I used to braid their hair for their games and put it in ponytails yeah. I was like the hair doer because they had the hair I always wanted and so they always had more this attention all the time so I wasn't that outgoing in that in the household yeah. I was more the quiet one the obedient one the I uh, was I guess I don't want to say the mom figure but the second mom figure I guess you you might say and then 
so I don't I don't think I was like loud and boisterous, but as I gained confidence, left, went to college, made friends, started, you know, work and became more confident. Now I feel like I can walk into a room. I'm not going to be quiet. I have no problem walking into a party that I don't know, go by myself, don't know a soul, couldn't know one person. I went to, I went to Grace's uh, party this weekend. I didn't know anybody at this party, except I had met her mom on a Zoom. We went to, I went to the party, Met so many great people. Just it was like an opportunity to meet and talk yeah. and connect with new people, and I love that. I do. Oh, that freaks me out. And I, I don't just, get stressed or tired after. I am energized, I'm and I was exhausted. up till three in the morning. <laughs> I was up all night. You're like Sometimes buzzing. I have You're to like, tone it down. I met so I many people, and I need to like catalog all of them and talk about it. And, ah, yeah, that's you. And I also, I, it, en- it energizes me to the point where sometimes I really want, I make sure that I'm very conscious of not monopolizing a conversation because mm-hmm. I get, sometimes I'm so excited about something and I want to like tell everybody, yeah. you know, tell the person about this, that, and the other, or, you know, they'll, they'll, somebody will say, oh, you know, she's on TikTok, I'm like, TikTok and she's got this many followers and I'm like, oh, blah, 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 and I'm talking about TikTok. So I, I try, I have to tone it down so you that I'm not, you know, right, yeah. I'd, and I make a conscious effort to do that because even learning, being an interviewer in life and learning that you have to listen to the, you have to go both ways. You have to yeah. be able to share, but you also have to be able to receive and listen. And listening is a skill that a lot of people don't possess. We know this, right? They mm. like their one side. You know, sometimes people are thinking about the next thing they're going to say. Yeah. They don't even me. listen to the thing that, <laughs> forget it. Oh, are you? <laughs> yes. When I start a conversation with somebody and if I go what? to a party and I meet them and what? they say, hi, my name is Matt. And I go, hi, I'm Julie. And then we start talking. I'm like, oh, my God, what is his name? I forgot his name. What is his name? And that's me in my head. And I forgot his name. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. And then I'm talking. And I'm like, okay, what do I say? That's a good question to ask. What did he just say? What's a good question? What? I need a good question. Um, I need to be interesting. What do I? What, what should I ask? Is asking about his work too boring? Is asking about this too? I, is, this, is this too personal? Like, that's me in my head. So then I forget his okay. name. I forget what he's talking about. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Everything's going wrong because I'm stressed about trying to have a normal conversation. Oh, my goodness. Your but poor head. I know, my poor, poor head. brain. The other thing I was thinking, you know how you were saying that you were an introvert, like not you weren't, you were quiet growing up, is that mm-hmm. two things. I think my introverted nature comes from having Jonathan around and having him have outbursts mm. in public and then being really embarrassed about it okay. and not wanting to make a scene. So that's one thing. But then the mm-hmm. second thing is that I think I'm really outgoing in the household, like in the house. Oh. Like I'm, I don't know when I'm with everybody. I, I don't, I'm talk. I don't know. I like, you know yes, what I'm saying? When I'm, I have a presence when I'm at the beach That's house. Interesting. And I, it's like I, the opposite of me. What did you say? <laughs> it's like the opposite of my childhood in a way. I was like the quiet one. And now, and then I got, I know because when I go out, when I'm, I'm at home and, we're having fun and I'm dancing and I'm singing. I'm singing Taylor Swift in the kitchen and I'm going crazy and I'm talking. To, I'm making Jonathan dance. And I'm dancing from dad and he hates it. And then I go out in public and I, I have to dance. and I'm like, okay, I'm in the corner and I want to make a scene. Okay, oh my with God. my drink. <laughs> is this oh, weird? <laughs> that is funny. I don't know. And so you don't have to tone it down. Tone it down. You're the opposite. You have to rev it up when you go out. I have to like. Hype myself up to go out and be like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> like beating my chest and like, yeah. 
So now I want to go back to this. This is going to be like a momentary therapy session. But when you're having a conversation with someone at a party like that, where you say you're you're missing it, you forgot their name, and you start going into this mind spin, mm-hmm. did it ever occur to you to try and stay in and just like forget the things in your head and then stay with the person and listen? Like, did it because uh, I'm going to use an example, a work example for me, because when I first started interviewing, I knew from listening to interviewers that didn't do the, do it that well. They weren't, because I could, I would be listening as an objective listener, watch an inter, listen to an interviewer asking a person questions. And then I would say, oh, that would be great if that person would have followed up with that question instead. But instead they went down to their list and they just went to the next question because that's what they planned to ask yeah. next. And so what I learned from that is if you stay in the moment with the person and listen to their answer, the next question will come to you. You don't have to mm. go look at a list. So when I interview now, I, let, I have my list of questions because you have to have, be prepared, right? So I know uh, there's a guideline of questions I want to make sure I cover. Yeah. But when I'm interviewing, I'm not thinking, what's my next question? Oh, what's my next? I'm never thinking that. I am literally in that moment focused so much on that person's answer. And as they say things, I might say, oh, I want to follow up on that. So I might like, pinpointed in my head like oh they mentioned that about their childhood I better go back to that yeah or or they move on to the next thing and then I let that one go and then I catch on to the next thing that they're saying so it's like um uh what do you call it active listening whereas you're really really paying you 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 make yourself not think about the questions that you're going to ask the person Mm -hmm. and you make yourself just listen to the person because you will naturally come up with what you want to say next based on what they say it's it's like a skill because when I, I first started that. interviewing, it was troublesome. I th- kept thinking, I better not forget to ask that question. <clears throat> you know, you have to get it in your head. Yeah. Like, I don't want to miss a question. Like, the client needs the question answered. But now I don't do that at all. I have questions prepared and then I just go in and I have a conversation and we get way more than we would ever get. Yeah. So if as an introvert, potentially this could be helpful to you to when you're in a conversation and you're feeling that discomfort. What do you think of this? I, I try and do that. It's not as easy as being like, okay, I'm going to do this and like, I don't know. Right, I'm going to turn my brain I do, off. You can't necessarily. It's hard to turn it off sometimes. Like anxiety is hard to turn off. So it's hard, but I do try and do that. It's just sometimes mm-hmm. overwhelming. Like depending on the scenario, it's sometimes just really overwhelming. And not mm-hmm. even just from like an anxiety perspective, but having like ADHD and getting really overstimulated by things when I'm in mm-hmm. like a crowded, like I even think back to like going to parties in college and thinking like, oh, I was just like really fucking overstimulated by like everything that was going on that like it was hard for me to focus and do things and like then it would make my anxiety worse. So it's even just like being more in tune with like knowing that that's just kind of like how my brain works where how your brain I get works. overstimulated and I have like weird things that I can't really control. It's kind of goes with that and being more mm-hmm. conscious of it. And so it's, a, it's something I have to work on, obviously. Yeah. But I think that you have, first of all, you're always willing to learn things because you, yeah. you're you taking stand-up comedy class. You're going to a typical play. Like you want to learn things. Like yeah. we always want, I mean, that's the a common theme on both of us. We may be very different in some ways, but we like to learn. Like yeah. as soon as something new comes out on social media, we want to learn it. You know, there's a new editing platform. We're going to yeah. learn it. I, I think that speaks to who you are. And I think because you have that desire to learn that you could potentially learn learn yourself (laughs) this behavior of you know because I had to learn it 
in yeah. my job. And I was going to say, how does how do our introverts and extrovert thing, you know, affect us in work? But I think I'm already saying that for myself. How it affects me in work is I had to stop. This is a big thing people do when they when they are in a conversation. They always relate it back to themselves. Mm-hmm. So you, and and by nature we do that as people. The minute you're talking to someone and they say yeah. something like they had so you know if they had a thing then you oh I had that too. You know you always want to connect on the thing that is similar. But sometimes people don't need to hear what your thing was. Yeah. Sometimes it's just listening to their thing and let them no. elaborate on their thing. So just like you're telling yourself not to spin a conversation about yourself or whatever, you can maybe have the conversation in your head of, okay, I'm going to put that, I'm just going to quiet that voice for a minute. I'm going to focus on this person. Perhaps. That'd be so great. (laughs) That would be so great. (laughs) It would be. (laughs) That would be wonderful. I try, but that would be... (laughs) Okay, you're, 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 yeah, obviously that would be wonderful and I definitely try and do that. And I think I am a good listener. Like I think a lot of my friends would say I'm a good listener and I don't always try and relate it back to myself. I, I think, yeah, I think my problem with being a listener is like, I always want to solve the problem and like whatever, but that's like different. That's That's a a whole separate, that's a whole 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 separate separate podcast, but I don't know. It's just... It's hard to feel it's I get stressed trying to like meet people and make conversation and insert myself without being awkward. And I get really self-conscious and I know I'm like more confident now, but I still like go back to that. And I still, you know, going to the stand up class for the first time was really I was really nervous, not to mention I was in a boot. So I'm now the boot girl because I have this freaking sprain. Like literally the, I was before I went into the, the first class, Stephen drove me because he was really nice. <laughs> and he was like, I don't want you to like, you don't know the parking situation. You might have to walk. Like, Let me just drive you there so you can just walk right in the door. And I was he's like, why are you so stressed? I was like, well, I don't want to be the boot girl. Like I have a boot and now I'm just going to be the boot girl. You know what they called me this week? The boot girl. <laughs> oh, no way. Really? Yes. Well, like, I can't remember your name, but you're wearing the boot. What was it? Oh my god, you manifested that. <laughs> I didn't manifest that because then I was talking to him like, you know what? No, it's okay. Like people get hurt, people have injuries. Like it's fine. And he's like, yeah. And like he's really helpful with helping me talking off the ledge of these like crazy, extreme, self conscious thoughts. And then it fucking happens. And they say, boot girl, and I'm boot girl. And like I'm determined to rest so much this week so I can go in next week with no boot and be like. Ha <laughs> ha! Can you believe the they called today. me boot girl? That's really funny. That's really funny. But I just think that the that it shouldn't upset you that that happened. It's more like I knew it was going to happen. I knew it. <laughs> and why is that a problem? Let's just go to the next <sighs> step. Like, why is it a problem? So, so you're the boot girl this week because you had, you know, you had a boot. It differentiated you from the rest. You stood out in the crowd. No, it's fine. It's not a bit. That's what I'm saying. It's like not a big deal. It's like, it's bridging, you know, if we're going to really go there, uh, talk mm-hmm. about what I talk about, bridging my emotional side with my rational side and having them meet in the middle. Because rationally, yes, I know it's fine that I'm wearing a boot. I know it's of course not a big deal if they call me boot girl. I know that I have skills and I am like fine. Emotionally, I am stressed that they are calling me boot girl. I'm self-conscious about my boot making a lot of noise when I walk because the velcro goes. Shh, shh, shh. 
I'm stressed about those things on the emotional side. It's just about bridging the gap of those two to, to meet in the middle so that I can very be well, functional. Very well stated. Yes. I think from the I think that how can I say this? I think that as you get older you won't have this problem because these things will bother you less. I'm just saying, I even, unfortunately... I, I agree with that, because I think even now, things I'm doing now versus high school, I'm mm-hmm. completely more confident in a lot mm-hmm. of... And I am getting better at, like, I know I'm talking about these things, but I, I am getting better at listening to my rational side and not Good. getting and so... you're working through them. You're working the through them. The problem is that my body still gives me the signals that Reaction. I'm anxious, which is, like, yeah, the problem, yeah. where it's like, I know things are fine, everything's going to be okay, I don't need to be stressed about this social interaction. Right. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I'm sweaty. I'm clammy. It's like my body's giving me signals that I need to be stressed. So that they, yeah. that's where things get harder, where it's like, well, then I should be stressed and I shouldn't be like, you know, yeah. that's when things get iffy. And I think that's like the heart. Like, I don't know how to control myself from not sweating. I wish I could. Right. I wish yeah. I could because that would be great. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I think physical reactions are real and they may stay with with you for life. It's just yeah. going to be a matter of managing them. Because I will tell you, even if no matter how many times I get up in front of a crowd or have to make a speech or make a presentation, I literally, I don't want to say I panicked before, but I, my hands are sweating. My heart is yeah. racing. My heart is racing. And I'm like, I know this is going to be fine. Why am I nervous? I have done this a hundred times. We can, you know, I can get up and talk about, we do workshops. I could do TikTok. Every single time I'm like stressed before and my heart's racing and I'm like, when is this ever going to stop? Is it going to stop when I'm 80? (laughs) Like, come on. Mm -hmm. You know? Because I get so weird that you have that because when I get up in front and like have to present stuff to class and like doing Mm -hmm. our, I don't get nervous Mm -hmm. at all. Like I get, I get nervous Okay, no, I get nervous. I more get nervous that like, okay, for the stand-up class, because that's a good example. I'm like, I just want to make sure that it comes across correctly. But I'm not, like, again, I feel very confident in my abilities. Like, I don't feel, again, my creativity is where I feel the most confidence. So when I do something like that, whether it's like a presentation for work or doing this thing, like, I feel very confident and I don't, that's, I just need that little confidence aura to extend into every everything else and then I'd be unstoppable oh it's it's great that you have it and it helps you because even with that level of confidence that I know what I'm going to talk about yeah. I still have it and I can't not have it it's like and it's not so much on the zoom workshops but it's like when we have <laughs> to get up in front of a crowd of people right before that moment the minute I start speaking I am fine yeah it's just the the maybe 30 seconds or a minute to leading up to that Mm. moment, it is a physical reaction that is potentially because that was something I was so nervous about when I was younger. So things from your teenage years stay with you for life sometimes, you know, reactions to things. And that's, that's what it is for me. I don't know. It's just that moment of like having to give a speech. I definitely have that too, where I feel like stressed, but it's, it's almost like the thing with the emotional and rational. When I get stressed before I have to present something, I'm like, no, I got, I have it all figured out. I'm confident in this. And then I'm really uh-huh. able to like rule out that stuff. She's like, yeah, I'm sweaty. This sucks. But <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah. I have more of a problem. I mean, like you knew this, like back in the day in school, I hated having to like read for the class. It's like when it's my material, my creativity, mm. my content, my stuff, no problem. But when I have to mm. like read a book out loud, 
I get more nervous about having to read like a passage out loud to a class than going up and telling jokes to my class of 10 people. Like, isn't that ridiculous? Yes, (laughs) it is. (laughs) It is. That's just, I, I guess, know. who you are. But I, I, as as you get to know yourself, you'll be able to. You slowly, you slowly make adjust, adjustments, yeah. and you fix these things. And this is why experience of living life with each thing you learn more about yourself. You make a little adjustment, and you start these these little adjustments turn into big adjustments over time. <laughs> I believe this. Yours truly, <laughs> Helen and Julie. Thanks for listening to Yours Truly with Helen and Julie. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. We'd love it. And make sure to follow us on social media at Julie Polisi, J-U-L-I-P-O-L-I-S-E. And I'm at The Mothership with a U. And of course, together we are HelloSocialize.com, bringing you workshops, tutorials, and more to help your content creation journey. And we send out a weekly email called The Creative Forecast. So get on the list. We share trend alerts, original content ideas, music suggestions, and more every week so that you don't have to think about what you need to do this week to create content so you don't burn out. Thanks to our producer, Grace, who's always listening in, our engineers at Melrose Podcast Studios, our sound engineer today in New York is Nick, and I'll plug him again because bonus time at Nick Callas C-A-L-L-A-S he does stand-up comedy and go listen to him he's hilarious and in LA we have Morgan and Morgan I don't know your handle so next time let us know and we'll we'll give you a little plug too and thanks so much for listening bye say bye Julie bye